The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Harbaugh now heads to Los Angeles Chargers. He wins everywhere. He wins, period. Justin Herbert, he's a crown jewel. Well, you guys better enjoy this. Quick snap, Herbert to throw. Has a man, touchdown. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Oh we're going to be known as world champions. and We're going to do it or die trying. Don't let the powder blues fool you. Who's got it better than Well, hello there, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggin. Hola, mi amigos. Mi amo Huggin, you too? <laughs> too, mama también. Let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggin. <laughs> too, mama guys. también. What's up, guys? All right. Well, folks, it's uh, not a lot going on right now uh, during this uh, off season, but hey. That doesn't mean there's nothing to talk about. There's still plenty to talk about for this episode. And we've got a fan focus and an Ask Bolt fam lined up for you. So let's waste no time. Start at the top and let you guys know we got rid of the Friday episodes because, hey, we don't want to be pulling taffy over here. Yeah. Trying to make a, you know, a mountain out of a molehill. And I'm going to be honest, week. we're not numbers guys. So the analytics yeah, and all this yeah. fun stuff, we're not those guys for no, you. So, so I, we don't want to waste your time. Mm-mm. We get so, lie to you, but we don't like doing that. Yeah, no. We're Our not, mom we're told not us not to that. do that. So, yeah. Kathy's where it's at. Yeah, she's a peach. Um, <laughs> so that being said, uh, we are going to bring you some content still on Fridays. They're just not going to be full on episodes uh, during this off season. Kevin's going to be doing a lot of interviews, uh, very specifically Bolt Insight type interviews, and so those are going to have a home on our Fridays, uh, and they're just going to be posted just willy-nilly for you to enjoy and have see. Some. You, you, have some. We just have make it rain yeah. in interviews, folks. So check it out this Friday. Our first one is going to be a Bolt Insight with Steve Hagland over at Guilty as Charged. So yeah. that's, I'm excited it's, to see it's that. It's fun. He's got a lot. He, he knows what he's doing. He's got a lot of good well, insights. I love Steve. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I, I learned a lot. Yeah, he's a great guy. So check it out this Friday. Um, some of the news that's been going on this off season between last episode and now, uh, Tom Pelissaro tweeting out that the NFL announced today that the 2024 salary cap will be 255.4 million per club with an additional 74 million per club payment for player benefits, which includes performance-based pay and benefits for retired players. The unprecedented 30 million increase per club in this year's salary cap is a result of the full repayment of all amounts advanced by the clubs and deferred by the players during the COVID pandemic, as well as an extraordinary increase in media revenue for the 2024 season. Taylor so Swift whoa. is finally paying off for us. <laughs> 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 paid their bills. <laughs> yeah. That 
that salary crap went up with an extra 10 mil from from Taylor Swift alone. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not because we were talking last episode, like 250. Wouldn't that be crazy? And they're like, that would be 255. Awesome. You know what? Like, Here's another yeah. five. Okay. Don't I'll spend it. it all in one place. Yeah. So that'll That's be awesome. extremely helpful, yes, for us, for the teams that are wanting to hang on to those players and are already over the salary cap. This is going to be huge. A little more room. A little more room to do some stuff, and we'll see what happens. But it does open up that for every single team. You know, this is not just the Chargers only. So now every team has a little bit more money to go out there and throw around. So I think free agency could be bumped up a little bit even of an extra notch because of that. True. Absolutely. Harder to get players. It'll be interesting yeah. for the running back market too, because I think they might have a little bit more money to pay some of these guys. Mm-hmm, um, right. So I'm very interested interested to see what we could do there. Um, mm-hmm. We still got to get under, so there's got to be some some cuts, but yeah, it, it's definitely a, a promising situation with the, with the raise, yeah. especially that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then looking over at some new hires uh, for the Chargers, Daniel Parper tweeting out, uh, there are some new hires for the Chargers, which include Executive Director of Player Performance, Ben Herbert. New title. New title, yes. We were expecting just... Very fancy. Strength yeah. and conditioning coach. Nope, he's the Executive Director of Player Performance. Uh, the head and stre- head strength and conditioning uh, person, not necessarily coach. The head uh, of strength and conditioning? Uh, head and shoulders. Uh, Devin <laughs> Woodhouse... Yeah, uh, is the head of strength and conditioning uh, director of performance analytics is Ben Rabe and performance analyst Lincoln DeWolf. Uh, Jonathan Brooks also remains on staff. Uh, what his title is, is yet to be seen. <laughs> I think these but these are all Michigan guys like he yes. basically brought over the whole staff now. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least in, in this department, they brought on Ben Herbert. He's like, you know what? I really like my guys from last year. Let's just bring them along. So. It's great. Well, they were one of the sense. they were one of the healthiest teams. You know, the Michigan was one of the healthiest teams in all of football, college, or NFL last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's great. That's a great thing. Hopefully, we can get a little piece of that because we've always been so injured. Well, and it helps with some of the arguments. If anybody was ever to say, like, "Yeah, well, you got Jim Harbaugh, but there was a team effort to win that championship," yeah, yeah. and it's like, "Well, okay, I guess I'll bring I'll all bring my guys with we'll me. This, How about that? How simple. about them apples? Yeah." So that's that's pretty cool, actually, that he was able to accomplish that, and that the Spanoses were a okay with that. They're so spending some freaking money, bro. Yeah, they're bringing, they're that. like, all right, just <laughs> have we reached enough <laughs> of your friends, Jim? He's like, Mm-mm, I got ten more. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. outside. Keep your wallet out. Yeah, get those business cards pumping. Yeah, um, and then this also popped up. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeting that Michigan is sending. 18 players to the combine this year, the highest number of players any school has had at the combine since at least 2003. Wow. 18 players to the did, combine. Did something wow. well over there. And I wonder how many of these guys were are juniors that probably would have stayed an extra year if if Harbaugh was there. Yeah. Because this is this is a lot of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Most uh, guys that get invited to the combine, they're you know they're getting drafted. Yeah. Like if you're gonna get invited to the combine, you're probably not going back for a senior. But they, there was some that came back last year that everyone thought they were gonna go to the NFL. So mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be that's one of the big storylines that I'm excited for is what of those 18 players does Harbaugh try to go get? Mm-hmm. You know, like there's nobody that knows them better than him. He knows their their attitudes, whether they 
show up to practice with kind of like, oh, okay, let's do this. Or right. like he knows what they look like on a bad day and their the way they carry themselves and how they study and the way they, they do in school. Like it's it if he picks them, it's almost a surefire slam dunk, it feels like. You know, like if he was willing to, he's already been through so much with them that if he's willing to bring them into the NFL with him, it's like, yeah, this is my guy. I think it's interesting with Jesse Minter too, because he's had to prepare for a lot of players in college football. So like, I'm curious what he has to say about guys that like were a pain in the ass to get ready for, you know, you'll have a different, they they had a front row seat to the whole, whole season. So I think our insight, it may be too much information, maybe a little too hard (laughs) to decipher what's going on. Cause there's so many of these guys on the staff now that came from the college ranks that are going to be able to give insight on how they got ready for people or what they've seen. So it's, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah, Ortiz is like, all right, all right, all right. I got it. I get it. You want the guy chill. (laughs) Right. Well, and if it, does end up happening if we do end up getting some Michigan players, which I'm sure we will. It's because he wants them here. It's not because yeah. like, oh, let me do him a favor. Let me no, no, let no, me no, bring no. him along and you know help his career or something like there that. There might be some undraft. There might be a lot of undrafted Michigan. Sure, players. which we'll just if, say that if that happens, that's fine because they're coming in for competition. Yeah. But as far as like drafting somebody, it's because you know that he the sees the talent in that person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He knows what they can bring to the table. So that is exciting. Um, And then the NFL Combine is starting this week, uh, starting Thursday, February 29th. Uh, We get to see the defensive linemen and linebackers. On Friday, we get the defensive backs and tight ends. On Saturday, we get the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and running backs. And then Sunday, the big boys, the offensive linemen, take the Combine. So that's... So what day are you most excited to watch? Kyle, we'll go around. Hmm. Oh man, I don't know. I think probably day two. That's the defensive backs and tight ends. I think that's where we have a lot of room to 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 make up between the corners. And I don't know. I just really want to see Brock Bowers. I haven't heard. Is he going to be a full participant, or is he holding out for the pro day? I I think he's participating. I haven't heard about him holding out. I have heard about like Caleb Williams isn't going to go. Marvin Marvin Harrison is not. None of the wide receivers are. No. Yeah, none of the wide receiver, the top three guys, the, hmm. um, yeah, neighbors, Oduze, none of them are doing anything. Uh, Rome doing is. The interviews. Oduze is. Okay. They're doing interviews. <laughs> the other guys are doing interviews, but I don't think they're doing anything. Off. So it's just like, I don't know. I don't really think, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think tight ends, I just want to see Brock Bowers out on the field. Every Everything yeah. that's like negative against him right now is that he looked small against Next to Gronkowski, God, that is Gronkowski a, is a people mountain, won't shut you know? up about that, dude. That is just one, one thing that like one person said and it caught like wildfire. Yeah. Like, calm down. Hmm. No, they won't stop. So I'm ex- I'm kind of excited to see him out there um, next to some of the other guys without pads on. Like, this is just what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be that'll be a fun day to watch. There's some competition too with between the the two the two um, position groups. I want to see the quarterbacks, not because we need one, because I want to see them all do really good. So a lot of people want to trade up with us. Right. Yeah. Um, and I also want to see the tight ends. I think that's the depth where fourth round, sixth round, seventh round, like somewhere in there, we're going to need to get one. So looking at like the lower ranked, you know, kind of tight ends and what they look like, I think it'll be really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, I mean, the offensive lineman, I think that's really going to be one of those. I mean, it's all going to depend on what we do with free agency, especially now that the cap's been raised, but you know, to see what some of these big guys, especially because 
I've been seeing a lot on, uh, I think it was Mel Kuyper, uh, and is it Field Yates that yeah. he works with talking about us drafting Joe Alt at number five for yeah. an offensive lineman, which I know nothing about him. So if he's going to be yeah. at the combine, I'm going to be really curious to see what, what, what does he do? What does he bring to the table or do really well? So, um, there you go, folks, some NFL combine schedules to check out. And while you're checking that out, you can also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash charger chat. Check out all the fun videos we got over there. We're posting, posting a lot more behind the scenes clips me, over there. So if you want to see the stuff up. that <laughs> if you want to see the stuff that doesn't make the show and ends up on the cutting room floor, <laughs> I would highly recommend patreon.com slash charger chat. But if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Bolt Fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, gang. It's time to go on to the next segment. It's a new fan focus with a guy named Sean. Let's go. All right, guys, we are back with another fan focus, and we're super lucky to have Sean from San Diego. What's going on, brother? Man, happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Kevin. I appreciate it. Oh, dude, I love it. We talked a little bit beforehand, so I know what's coming for this interview, and I'm excited. Uh, right, sweet, man. L- let's get into it the way we always do, brother. How did you okay. become a Charger fan? Um, well, here, you'll like this, right? Um, some people adopted the dark, but I was born in it, right? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> It's real awesome. So like I'd go to my grandparents' house and I'd go to my grandfather's den and he's in there. My uncles are in there. The cousins are in there, right? I wasn't even lucky enough to get a seat, but I got to sit down and what would we watch? Charger games, right? So I'm seeing Dan Fouts and I was watching and I, I've got pictures of me at two years old with a diaper and I got my Chargers gear on, bro. Let's so go. I was born into this. I was super pumped. That's all I ever knew. When I really got like into it, into it was like Stan Humphreys. I love Natron means. Oh yeah. Right. I was all about that. Leslie O'Neill. So that's when I was like, really my passion truly was there, but I was, it was always chargers. There's no other team. I knew no other way. It's been blue and yellow the entire time. Right. And, uh, so that's it. I was born into this man and, uh, I was pumped. So I was excited to be a part of this, knowing that I could talk about some of the things that I've done, but that's how it was. I, I'd go in there. I wasn't even lucky enough to get a seat up, sit on the floor so we could watch those Charger games, man. So it was that. Started at the diaper days, and look at us now, dude. We got a Harbaugh. So what are your thoughts on the roller coaster? Yeah, there we I go. Mean, come on, Let's go. Like the, the thoughts on, on you know, having him and what that means. I, you know, as a, I, for me as a fan for as long as I've been one, it just feels different and weird, honestly. It feels different. So, what are your kind of initial thoughts? And you know, have you know now that the news has been out for a little over a month, what are your thoughts? So here, here's here's the whole thing in a nutshell. I'll try to make it short and sweet, right? So everyone's talking Harbaugh, and I'm sitting here saying, "Here we go again, right?" Going to get my hopes up, and something's going to happen. So 
super excited about it, talking to my lady every day, like, man, it's Harbaugh this, Harbaugh that, and watching um, on Amazon, I think it's like Inside Michigan, Harbaugh, Harbaugh. And I was like, I've got to calm down. <laughs> if this does not happen, I'm going to be, it's going to be just another blow, right? Oh, yeah. So it happens. And I'm like, just like you guys, I'm like refreshing on my phone, refreshing yeah. on my phone, like, what's the news? And sure enough, I put my phone down for five minutes and a buddy of mine texts me, Harbaugh. And I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> I was like a psycho. So it was great. Um, so I was born and raised in San Diego, right? And, you know, we have fans, but we're not a huge fan base. I've moved to Georgia. And since we got Harbaugh, I've been in Georgia for 17 plus years. People talk to me about Chargers. I mean, I saw one person. That's not a joke. We signed Harbaugh. I'm wearing Charger hats, whatever. I had two, three people walk up to me and talk to me about Charger stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, what? It's that big of a deal, right? You know it's special, when it's the AFC championship game and Harbaugh's on there and they're talking about us. And it's just so it's surreal. It's like, I cannot believe we're like, we're the national darling right now. And that's shocking. Right. And it's, it's not normal for us, us as charger fans. We're not used to that. Right. We're used to the other side of that point about what we've done wrong, what we could have done better, what we should have been, what we could have been, but what we are. So having Harbaugh and then all the signings, Everyone we've got, like staff is crazy. It's the most. Let me ask you this, Kevin. I know this is about me, but let me ask you what's the average size of a charger, like a coaching staff? It's like 15 or something like that. It feels like it. This feels like we have at least five or six extra guys. It really does. And and we don't have a head coach calling, you know, being a D coordinator. So it's it's even that's there's a good extra one right there. It's so nice to know that we have a coach that is so comfortable in his own skin to be able to look at the people next to him left and right and to take actual input and understand that it's not always just my way. I'm not going to be just the stubborn person and just have these blinders on. It's so refreshing to know he's so confident and he knows so much and he can bleed this information, but he's going to take that information as well. For the first time in my life, well, I don't know. I would say Marty Ball too, but maybe for the second time, we'll never be outcoached. Kid. How I many agree. games did we lose just being outcoached? It's, it's been like, se- seven years of it like, consistently. You've got to be kidding me. And why do we keep doing the same thing over and over and over? It was just, it's, it's so refreshing. It's like, it's going to be a super long off season. Yeah. It's going to take forever. Right. Um, and I, I just can't wait to see what the next five to 10 years is going to look like under him. Well, it's going to be cool too. And then, you know, we got the combine coming up this week and then the draft, man, like this is so interesting for me because we've had the same GM for so long. You can kind of guess what they're going to do. You're going to pick who you think you want in the first round. And then after that, it is who knows, we might be going South Dakota state back, you know, with whatever that was. So what are your kind of thoughts on and hopes for what we're going to do in the draft this year, knowing anything's possible with our new GM? Well, that's the first thing I love about what Hortiz said, right? Is um, first and foremost, our phone's got a ring to trade back, right? But knowing that we have the ability to have a staff in place that's going to understand the value of extra draft picks sure. to really form this team. We've got superstars. We just don't have any depth. And we cannot afford to lose one or two guys in any key position and it's like the entire season's a ride, right? Yeah. So to know that we have the fifth pick we can get someone really electric, right? 
But we can also have that phone ring. Thank God for Harbaugh and talking about J.J. McCarthy and how he should be the number one pick. So he gets that buzz going. And now you, oh, see, yeah. you see the buzz now. So all those things are great, right? So if the phone doesn't ring and we're at five, we've got some great options, man. But ultimately, you know, I've, I've got players that I've been looking at that I like. Um, you're, from, you're from Georgia. You might have a little insight well, on yeah, some Georgia you know, boys. And, and look, let me be honest. Like I looked at, you know, neighbors. I've looked at Odunze. I've looked in other areas that we can look, right? I've looked at these tackles. You know, I would be ecstatic if we could go back to eight because Atlanta needs a quarterback if they don't get Justin Fields. Right. I'd love to go back again to 11, you know, with with the Vikings, if they want to go. Imagine if we traded down twice. Yeah. And then we got Waga as a right tackle in our first pick. Like that doesn't sound great, but I promise you when it's third and one and it's the fifth game of the season and we go into shotgun like we always did. We're not going into shotgun. We're going to do a two tight end set. We're going to have Waga right tackle. Right. Everybody in the world knows what's going to happen. And we're going to get that first game. How many third and ones did we not get? It's true. It's, well, it was, you can't and you can't build a house without a foundation. That's what I always said. Like, it doesn't matter how good your wide receivers are. If there's right. no time to throw to them, what does it matter? If you can't run the ball, you're, they're going to bring the pressure. It's like you got to build the foundation. We need that in the worst way. And it's not I'm not saying that's what I want. Right. I'm not saying let's but let's allow the beautifulness of Harbaugh and his staff to yeah. actually show us what it's like to have a team. I'll be so ecstatic to be like, oh, man, it's really going to hurt us to lose X player on the fourth year. But that comp pick's going to look real good. And we're, we're sure. on average, we've got 10 picks. Yeah. I mean, Baltimore's had 10 picks for 10 years. That's crazy, right? Think about that. And they've let some quality players go. And what happens? They continue. Yeah. Right? So those things are exciting. So if we stay at five, we've got options. If we stay at five, I want Brock. I want Bowers. And I know that everyone saw that picture of him next to Gronkowski. Trust me, this kid plays in the SEC. It is a different ball game out here. Yeah. He's a beast. And that kid is a bad boy. Yeah. He's a bad boy. But I would love nothing more than trade back. Yeah. I think he still could be there eight or nine, depending on how all this goes with all these quarterbacks and what we got. We, what I, I wouldn't imagine maybe 10 tackles go in this draft into the first round. That's mm-hmm. how deep it is. So there's going to be some quality, quality depth. I feel like we're going to go back into the 10, 12 range, and we're going to still pick up someone like a Derwin James that shouldn't have been there. Exactly. We get lucky I'm with that. I'm super pumped about it. It's going to be fun, man. And, you know, this is the point in time when we usually ask, you know, what's your biggest Charger memory? And I, I have a specific question to ask you. So okay. tell, we were talking about this beforehand. So tell me, what happened after a Chargers Raider game with Junior Seau? All right, so... It's my first year having tickets at Qualcomm, okay? Okay. And I was going with this guy who's an older guy. Everyone called him Mongo. It's an older guy. He's like, hey, get tickets with me. I'm like, absolutely. We tailgated with Seahawks' parents. Okay. Okay, cool. Chargers-Raiders game. We already know what that was like at Qualcomm. Oh, okay? yeah. Everything. So after the game, I'm 17 years old. Seahawks' parents say, Junior Seahawks wants to come out here. Can everybody, if he does, just be cool, you know, not ask for pictures and all that. Absolutely. So here comes Junior Seau. And I'm just like, this is, this is unreal. And what does he say to me? He's like, hey, how do you want your hamburger? And I was like, wait, what? No shit. I was like, medium well, man. And I turned to Mongo and I'm like, I don't want the hamburger. I want to take the hamburger home and freeze it. <laughs> <laughs> He's out like, of my wall. 
He's like, Sean, shut up. Do not embarrass me. Eat this damn hamburger. And I was like, I don't want to. So that was like a real like wow moment for me. Junior Seau comes out, you know. Yeah. You're 15, 16, 14. You look at these guys in a different way, right? Oh, yeah. When you still look up to them, you're just like, wow. And I'm like, this guy cooked me a hamburger. Like, what? It was it was unreal. It was a great win. And he cooked me a hamburger. So I was shocked. It was like that is the wildest story I've heard as in terms yeah. of a fan interaction. Well, I've so. got I've got other ones too, my friend. Trust me. That's all. Well, we're gonna have to have you on again. Seems like this this needs to happen more frequently to get all that info out of you. So Absolutely. yeah, brother. Uh, so dude, thank you so much for your time, Sean. It was an absolute pleasure meeting you and you know, learning more about you. Don't be a stranger, hit us up. Are, are you going to any games this year? Are you gonna get it out? Oh, brother. Hey, look, um, I want to go to Cleveland. Obviously, I'm going to Atlanta. Okay. Things look right. Maybe Kansas City's in my future. So I'll have to hit you guys up. So let us, um, let us know. Absolutely. And I'm trying to, I haven't been to LA yet. I haven't been to the new stadium yet. So I've got a few things in the works, depending on how it goes, man. Those are the ones I'm really looking at. Obviously, Atlanta. Cleveland's one because that's where my girl's from. She's in Cleveland. I was like, let's go there. They're having a better season. So it'll be fun, right? Oh, hell yeah. And, uh, it's our time to take over. So I'd love to go, go to Kansas City and let them know what's up. I, I had a tough time last year because I went to a, a few away games and we lost all of them. So like now I have a little more confidence, a little more like I'm willing to fly somewhere because I know Harbaugh's going to bring it, you know, bring the whole game and a player's going to do well. So it's, it makes it a little easier. It does. Hey, look, I know you got to get out of here, but let me say this. So I go to Tennessee last year, right? And we all know what happens there. Oh, yeah. That walk in the rain afterwards to my hotel. Was not fun, bro. I'm sure. Tennessee Titans. Like, yeah. that's the coach we have. Yeah. And I don't mean anything. Look, Staley, great guy. You know, the vision, he everything he talked about was great. But for the first, like, come on, man. Like I said, look, yeah. We I honestly have a coach that is going to do things, and we're not going to be out coached. We still are gonna we're gonna lose games, but we're gonna lose games on our merit on not doing yeah. what we're supposed to. We're never gonna lose again on mistakes by our coaching staff. I'm with you. Which is so exciting. No, dude, I'm in. I'm. Yeah, you got. I'm you just got me jacked up, dude. I'm pumped, I can't. It's, it's, it's only February. What's going on? I know. We, we need a time in. machine. I told you before we started talking. It's gonna be a long off season, man. So I've done my best. Like I have to like pull myself out of some podcast and not listen because I get so wound up. Yeah. Right well, on. We'll be all ready together, man. It's gonna be fun. Next thing you know, we're gonna have games again. So, uh, yeah. Sean, it was a pleasure, brother. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, let's uh, let's talk again soon. We'll talk again soon. Kevin Ahero, appreciate it, man. Kay, love you, bye. Kay, love you, bye. Sean, let me tell you something. That was so fun to listen to. <laughs> the so stories good. you tell and the way you tell them, I was, you I had my full undivided yeah. attention, sir. Yep. Yeah. That was a lot of fun and a lot of great points. Uh, I mean, that's one of the things that we've talked about here on the podcast is that we're going into games and we're getting out coached. Yeah. Not anymore. Not today, Thing sir. Thing of the past. Can't sit here. Because, yeah, we haven't, and I'm sure this is the case, Harbo's not said any word about, like, I'm calling offense or I'm calling defense. He's not. No. No. He ain't doing that. Never. No. So, one breath of fresh air (laughs) right there. He's a head coach. And I love that. The story about Junior Seau was freaking awesome. That's wild. And you eat that hamburger, sir, and you Every you can save. Crumb. You can save the. Uh, you can save something when you're you done with that. You get your picture with it. Be like, yeah. <laughs> look at this and maybe right. maybe a day later you can save that. Maybe yeah. you, <laughs> you freeze that. <laughs> but put uh, that in the freezer. <laughs> That's your house hamburger. Hey, let me show you my trophy room. What is that? <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> <I'm> weird. <laughs>
<laughs> but that was a lot of fun there, Sean. And uh, I hope you get to make those games as well. Uh, I feel like I just want to hang out with him. Absolutely. Like, he'd be a fun yeah. hang at a, at be a, a tailgate. great tailgate for sure. Yeah. Big yeah. time. Total hang. So thank you, Sean, for coming on and hanging out with Kev. We really appreciate it. Uh, now it's time to go into the next segment. Ask Bolt Fam. Now. <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good you, boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. We start at the top with OM Run, who asked the question This offseason is going to feel like a hundred years. Am I right? Hey, hey, our season ended in November, so I'm ready for Chargers football now. The social media team better put out some great content. They're already putting out content. They're doing, they're doing, they're bored. They're doing silly ass shit that I love. I love yeah, they're it. hiding the little little Herbert like yeah. crochet doll. That made yeah. me so happy. That was amazing. Yeah. Fi- to see Yeti or not's little Herbie. Yeti or not, yeah. Find Yeti in yeah. That was that made me so happy. I'm so happy about it. Did that. you see the one where they put po- they sent texts to the guys like thank you for the flowers <laughs> that they didn't send? And a couple yeah, of guys like, Yeah, no that. problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember doing it, but you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that's, was so that, that's what's funny. If somebody did that to us, we'd be like, uh, if you tried to take like if you tried to take credit for it, there's no out there. Zalt would just be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought that my team sent it to you. Sorry. Like, yeah. Honestly, well, some of those guys have Zalt, was, Zalt was the only one that was like, Yeah, well, yeah, and they're, or they're like their um staff, their agents, their agent, yeah. like their agency does all that stuff just to make <laughs> yeah. it look good. So he probably was just like, Oh shoot, you're welcome. <laughs> Except for Mike Williams, Mike Williams, like, I didn't send that. I didn't send <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't send you shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely. I mean, anytime I go to any bar or restaurant that has like sports playing up on the TVs, I'm just like, God, can it start now? Please. We didn't talk about this last time, but Adam and I went out and hung out last weekend, and we found a Blitz cabinet that Mm. has Harbaugh. Has uh, it was Blitz ninety nine, and it had Harbaugh. On there, so we went Harbaugh versus Harbaugh. Harbaugh on Harbaugh. Yeah. I think Harbaugh I won the two out of three, but uh, Kevin filmed his victory, and that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I started from the beginning. I didn't know I was going to win, but it was dominant. <laughs> it was dominant. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be a long off season. but the excitement is already up here it can only yeah we don't have any games but like (laughs) i feel like the draft is a super bowl in itself there's so much like Mm -hmm. so much build up and excitement and you you get new players and then free agency like it does feel like a long time but i almost feel like the the like drag between when they start reporting for otas that's the worst until the game that's the worst like after the draft is done and you know who your team is free agency is kind of slowing down that gap is tough. So it's like three we weeks. To to right now. That's like a three week yeah. one where it's like, <sighs> it's yeah. like, what do I do with my life? <laughs> well, we're going to get through this together. OM run. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Drizzy Dragon. Nice. Who, who asked the question? 
Oh, yes. Now that Ben Herbert is finally confirmed to be our muscle man, I can't help feeling the feeling this is a big ooh-wee moment as the biggest Harbor staff collection. I say nine more to the injury curse that seems to linger with each of the seasons. But alas, the question you delectably have been patiently waiting for on a scale of zero to 99. How bolted up are you, Balties, to finally have a very clean, replenished, succulent, strong foosball <laughs> of foosball manly men coaching staff? <laughs> oh, yes, a little P.S. Ooh, the realization of a new facility plus a combination of new training staff has made me think that this is a very untalked, talkable, debatable subject that could be the biggest game changer to this organization as a whole. What are your thoughts, Bolt fam? Okay, loves you, buys. Also, Bolt say f*** up. And as <laughs> always, f*** the Raiders. Zero to 99. 99. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to say full 99. Yeah. On that one. Super bolted. <laughs> yeah. There's no one they could have hired that would have made me more excited. I can't think of a For single real. person. <laughs> <laughs> that they could have hired that would have got me more fired up. And that so, and when yeah. Sean was talking about it in fan focus, when he was like, All right, you gotta calm down because if this doesn't work, you're gonna yeah. hurt your yourself yeah. here. It's like the Christmas morning where you ask for something your parents yeah. didn't hear about it, and you're like, What the f just Yeah, leading to up life? to it, it was just like, I, can we afford this? I mean, I don't know. If I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know if we have enough money. Yeah. How are we gonna send the kids to college? Are I overdrawn right now? Is there negative <laughs> yeah. money in my bank account? Yeah, but and, uh, yeah, and then the the Herbert, the Ben Herbert coming in. I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. I am hoping to God. The last question was about social media. One, the the I'm gonna try and apply for a job just to get in there to go shoot like the facility. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'd love to do that. I'd volunteer my efforts to do that. Chargers.com. Chargers. If Let's you need go. me, Chargers. I will fly myself out there with Chargers. my own equipment <laughs> to shoot it. But I get to use some of it for our podcast. But you can have the rest of it. Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. <laughs> get back to me as soon as you can. I'm I'm busy, man. Megan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on, Megan. Yeah. No, very excited for the coaching staff. And yeah, having a new training facility with all of these new coaches. Yeah. What it, a great it feels thing like to be stepping into. Brand new house. It, yeah. It feels like a finally a, we're a football team in LA now, which. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm love that we're in LA, but I've I've come around to it. But if we are going to be there, like let's be there then. Like let's just feel like we're not renting a space known. at a at a business park. You know that's what yeah. it, it feels like. They're just hanging out in a business park. When you show up to work, like where you work plays a big part in like your excitement to be there. And is this place nice? And is it exciting? And it sounds like it's going to be pretty state of the art. Mm -hmm. Do you guys? I don't know if you saw the renderings, but it's right next to like the trolley thing the like there's like a something that goes back and forth like over the stadium you can look down on i think we might need to hop on that like go out there one practice just leading out and just ride around. it all day long ride it back and forth get a 10 second glimpse of the facility <laughs> and then get on it go the other way it's going to cost a couple hundred dollars but it could be fun clang 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 with the trolley <laughs> chat 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 with my with boys <laughs> All right, Drizzy Dragon, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to King David 420, Diehard Bolt Club, who asked the question. How does one get on the show 
to hang out with y'all. How does he do it, Kevin? How would one do it? How does he get on the show the, to the talk to you? The most streamlined process is to just message us if you want to come on for a fan focus. So we're doing them every other week. So I've already got a few lined up. So we're already scheduled into into March. But We can book you in. We'll get you on the <laughs> book. squeeze you in. If, if like the hangout is what you're looking for, that would be on Patreon. Patreon once a month, yeah. we just yeah. do a Zoom hangout where it's just kind of sh- talking, hanging out. Everyone's on. All three of us plus. are there. I'm usually there for a little bit. <laughs> I show up eventually. Loser. But that's more of like the hangout that maybe you're looking for. So yeah, if you want to hang hang with us, Patreon would definitely be the place to go. But if you want to come on to Fan Focus, message Kev, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. and Kev is for those that don't know, Kev handles the Charger Chat podcast, social media. You're welcome Everything. for all the awesome gifts and shit I send yes. all the time. So if You're you want to reach out, just message Charger Chat Podcast on either one of those avenues and we'll get you on for sure. For sure. So thank you, King David 420, DA Diehard Bolt Club, she. for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Athir Kadir. Athir Kadir. Who asked the question? Charger Chat, my boys. I love you all with all my heart and soul. Waldog, baby, always be my number one, baby. Kevin, I need to do fan focus before the draft, baby, but I need it on my day off, please. <laughs> Thursdays, you pick the time, baby. I have lots to talk about, plus blockbuster trade with the Bears, baby. All right, now on to my question, baby. Waldog, you go first, then coach. Last Kevin, LOL. QJ will have a monster season, baby. 1,327 yards, 12 touchdowns. Jeez. Book it, baby. Go back to the 1998 Broncos Super Bowl team, baby. How they used Ed McCaffrey. I believe the Bolts will do the same, baby. Your thoughts, please. Love you, my boys. F*** the AFC. Hubba coming for that ass, baby. <laughs> A theory. <laughs> I love that you're like, dude, I'm down to do it, but it's gotta be on my day. Work with me, baby. <laughs> uh, we'll get it set up with fear, I promise. <laughs> but uh the question on QJ having a monster season, 1327 yards, whew, 12 touchdowns. 12 touchdowns. You know what? I don't have enough uh skin in the game on this one. I'm gonna agree with you, Athir. I want to get back on your You're last. Side. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Ask me first. <laughs> sorry, I'm. I, I Get out of my way. I'm sorry, Athir. I would have to agree. I'm sorry, with you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry, Athir. I'm going to say yes. I think uh, he's definitely due for a monster season. That's. I want to believe that that's the yardage we can get for for QJ. It seems a bit high, but attainable. I would think. I think it would piss a lot of people off if he did that. Because a lot of people are writing them off. They're like. How do I flip Good. This? How do I flip They this should script? be pissed off. Yeah, that'd be fun. I like the, just it's the storyline. a good story kind line. of pissed off to be. Yeah. Son right. of a bitch, um, prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Can I go now? Yes. Okay. Um, I I want that <laughs> to happen, <laughs> but I don't, I really don't think that's going to happen. I, no? I mean. You hear no, that, Athir? I mean, he if, totally disagrees with you. I think he's, it's a stupid take. Just, hear that, Athir? I, res- I respectfully disagree, Athir. Kevin's just clawing. Hey, right pull now your fingers up. Those are crossed, aren't they? Because you don't yeah. respectfully. Kev, you got something on your nose. Oh, right boy. It's dirty, a little brown. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know. It just, 
the idea of Quentin Johnson, I think he will have a, but that's a, those are number one top five receiver yeah. in the NFL kind of stats. That's like pro bowl type of year. Um, and we're going to a Greg Roman Harbaugh pound the rock offense. I, I mean, this, this is saying he's going to overtake Keenan as the number one guy. And I just don't, I don't see that right away this next season. I think he'll have a better year for sure. I'm hoping the touchdowns, I mean, if he even gets half of that projection, if he has six touchdowns and like 800 yards, I think that's a huge season for him. Yeah, that would um, be. That'd be a great increase. So I love the bold take in that Charger chat. You know, we are shamelessly positive. Love it. So I, I am praying that that does happen, but I, I, I think it'll be a little bit more modest than some of those numbers next year. Kevin, it's your turn. We all know that I've learned everything I know about football from Athir Kadir, so I'm just going to roll with this and say, yes, I agree. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Athir Kadir, thank you, buddy, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Zach Shelton, who asked the question. Of the three names that are the highest on the cut trade scale, I'm talking about Mike Williams, Joey Bosa, and Khalil Mack. If you could keep one for another season, who would you keep? And why? <laughs> Do I have to go last again, Kyle? No, you can go first. Go ahead. Have fun. <laughs> Let's switch it up. <laughs> Let's mix yeah. it up a little bit here. Um, Let's <laughs> get, get wacky. <laughs> Let's uh, try something new. <laughs> um, it's a fear. It's, a fear it's, making you wait was like the biggest punishment because <laughs> you answer first to every question. <laughs> that was the ultimate power move. I think a fear runs this show now. <laughs> he does. So I told you, I learned everything I know. Produced by. You a need theory. to start. You, you need to send him your your outline every week so he can approve it. Give him. Us. Give me notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on it. On it. Um. I would say Khalil Mack for me, just based on short memory, my memory's not as good as it used to be. Kyle asked me some questions today. I didn't have the answer to, and I should have known. Um, I just don't think I have it in me to think back a couple seasons. So recently, Khalil Mack, awesome. Bring him back. Stupid answer. That rhymed. Yeah. Khalil Mack, bring, bring him, him back. back. Bring him back. <laughs> yeah, it's been sad to see some of the rumors going around that there's multiple teams that are interested yeah. in Cleo Mack. Did that hurt you a little bit? I, I, when it I saw did. that, yeah, I was yeah. a little more hurt than like seeing that Joey might have some teams interested. Or no, I, I'm praying to God that someone wants to trade us for Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. Like if we could get something back, that's the thing is of all these three, I just think that Khalil is the one that we're most likely to actually be able to get off the books and not have to cut. Like we right. may get a draft pick in return, whether it's a fourth or a third or fourth round pick whatever it is, like we could get something and get pretty much under the cap with the trade. Um, so I just think of between Mike Williams coming off an ACL on his last year of his deal, he's not going to get, we're not going to trade him. No one's going to, no one's going to want to trade for him. Right. Joey Bosa. I mean, maybe you can get like a late, late rounder in my head. It's just, if you, the person that I want to keep is Khalil, but in the scenario where we have to get rid of two, Khalil, I think, is the only one that you're getting anything in return for. The other ones are just dead cap nightmares. Right. That's a good point. So, but of those, of I those want Khalil three, Mack. Khalil Mack. I would, I would, I would like to have Khalil Mack back, but I think he's the most likely for us to trade. Yeah. I, I would agree that I think Khalil Mack is one that I would like to keep for another season. Reason being, I think Mike Williams and Joey Bosa's can be game changers when they're on the field. It's just, they're not always on the field. And right. I know Khalil Mack gets injured as well, 
but it feels like he's back quicker than either one of these guys. And so I would be more reliant, even with as old as he's been, to if he does get injured, he'd be like, all right, he might miss a week or two, but you know what? He'll probably be back pretty pretty quick. So and the, it's just that injury thing, man. It's like how do you, it's hard to pay these guys that much money when they're consistently not on the field. And the yeah. biggest one for me is Joey. Like I love Joey so much. It's fun when he's I love playing. Joey Bosa, yeah. And when he's, he's playing, fun. he's one yeah. of the best edges in the entire league. But he's yeah. not on the field. And it, it, it feels more and more as the seasons go on, it's more nicks that turn into other things. It's not like an injury, we yeah. deal with it, we move on. It's like always a lingering thing. So and it doesn't feel like he has an answer. The last two seasons, he's done like these drastic adjustments. He lost a bunch of weight two years ago so that he gets to healthy. Then he's right. like, Oh, I still got hurt. I'm gonna put some weight back on and change my diet so that way I'm healthy. And, and then he still gets hurt. It's like it feels like it's and then just he gets like the a, groin uh, surgery. He's not happening? confident yeah, in yeah. his setup yeah. or whatever, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So there you go, Zach. I think all of us agree Khalil Mack is the one we want for another season, but we'll see what that trade stuff that comes to fruition or if that's just rumor mill material. But thank you, Zach, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Ian Shane Wicks. I'm like 50-50. This is certified fresh. Who asked the question? Quite a few teams have shown interest in Khalil Mack coming off his 17-sack season per multiple sources. If a trade were to go down with Mack, what do you see coming out of it? The biggest thing is the money off the books, I think, is yeah. the big one. But I you know, I think you could see maybe a fourth round. I think that could be. Because what did we give up to get him? I, I don't remember. But it was, it, it was, was, did we give up any, any a third? Picks? I think we gave yeah. a third. Yeah. So maybe a fourth round makes sense for, for him, which if you have the right guy pulling the trigger on players, that's a, that's a good pick to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the biggest thing is getting the money off the books, which you say that like, ah, he's not money well spent. He's a completely money well spent. Like that's, mm -hmm. you're getting your the, value. Yeah. You're getting the bang sure for your him. buck with him. But, yeah with as many other guys that we're paying a ton of money to, uh, that would be the biggest thing to get rid of. So just getting that out the books is huge. And then if you can get any picks out of it, like Kevin said, a fourth, I think is fair. But I mean, listen, he just came off a 17 sack season. I almost feel like it should be higher than Maybe that. Maybe get some more. That's a good question. Well, it's the, the hard part. So we did, we gave up a second round pick to get Khalil. Was it a second? Um, I swear it was a yeah. third. Okay. No, nope, I just Googled it. Okay. Unfortunately. So maybe I, mean, I didn't remember off the top of my head. I just looked yeah. at it. We got a, no, that's fine. We gave up a, the 2022 second round and a 2023 sixth round pick um, to mm. get Cleo. But that was with contract control. We had him for three seasons under contract. Yeah. Whereas right. this, this is, is a one, one year, $30 million against your cap. Because uh, his his contract was back weighted, so when we got him his first year, what he didn't even hit that much on the cap. This is his most expensive season against the cap, yeah. and you're only getting one year of control out of it. So, I don't, I just don't think you're going to get a huge amount in return. Like you guys said, it's getting that money off the books, and a fourth round, I would be happy with for sure. I would be, I'd be pumped. But I don't want to get rid of him if we could work contract magic to not have to. That would be awesome. But if it's if it has to happen to get us under the cap then fourth round, I think, is is reasonable. There you go. Ian totally. Shane Wicks, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Andrew Ramsey, who asked the question. Yo, Charger Chat, ride with me on a journey to more success. 
If you could human centipede three AFC West foes together, who would you choose? What order would you put them in? And which charger player would be the centipede's headmaster? Have fun sewing people together. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> Have you seen those movies? No. <laughs> I, I don't have a need to watch them. I, I walked out of the second one. It was so horrific. I can't believe he made it to the second didn't one. Didn't South Park do uh didn't oh, yeah. human, human Centipad? One of my favorite South Park episodes is Human yeah, Centipad. That, that one's the funny, cutterfish or asparagus. Asparagus. Yeah. 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 That's good stuff. Um yeah. All right. Well, wild one. So you know how the centipede. human centipede works, right, Kyle? Yeah. The yep, concepts yep, there yep. in your mind. Sewn together. Yeah, butt to mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so whoever's at the at the backs eating a lot of random shit. You know what I mean? The front so, literally is not whoever, that bad. Of a, <laughs> the the front's, front's not that bad of a job. No, not at all. So whoever I want the you dirtiest, like, like smelliest lineman that you can think of in the AFC West at the front. <laughs> who who who? Orlando have? Brown. Seems, seems sure, dirty. yeah, yeah. Put him on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. A lot of Orlando barbecue. Brown. He probably eats a lot of barbecue. Oh, gross. A spicy yeah. barbecue. No, even better, Andy Reid's at the front. You know who's right behind him? Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes. Just a chief centipede. Chief Apede. <laughs> they wouldn't last very long with with him at the helm. <laughs> That's it's the yeah. reverse of their football team. They would fail yeah. so quickly. <laughs> mm, that would be so gross. <laughs> That's not That's a question at all, but I think it's the best answer. I yeah. I, I don't really want to think of any other <laughs> options, quite frankly. What do we feed him? What do we feed fish and cheeseburgers? Go to fish and <laughs> lots of cheeseburgers. Yeah, lots of cheeseburgers. He can't. Yeah. Go, he can't help himself. Yeah. Give him what he wants, dude. Give the man what he wants. <laughs> Those some onions on there. Oh, God, just all the cheese. There you go. It's a dark day. Don't go see. Don't watch those movies either. They're terrible. Yeah, don't. The second one is one of the darkest In fact, things. Skip this question. <laughs> don't, don't even think about it. We'll timestamp yeah. it down below. Just yeah. Go past. Well, you've already listened to this now, so you can go back and not oh, listen shit. to it if you want. <laughs> Andrew, Thanks, Andrew. You're thank a real you <laughs> for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Ben Hackney Williams and shout out to Chance. But I'm going with Ben Hackney Williams, who asked the question. Looking forward to getting back to LT run days. Then when the rush gives the fear, that first play action bomb. Ooh, who's your pick at RB? The voice choice is just so I can hear. Habana Kedavra. Okay, love you. Bye. Family, trust, respect, championship, and brotherhood. <laughs> I think we know the name of episode title. Uh, yes. It's a good one. Uh, who's your pick? A running back. Who do you want? I I don't do know why. I loved watching. Your free age I loved watching Blake Corum. I, I think he has the connection with Harbaugh, obviously. So if you draft him, you can be very confident. Yeah, but I just that's true. feels like a very obvious plug and play. Um, so I I don't know. For me, I'm I get most excited when I think about the the idea of drafting him. But feels like a lot of people have the 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 Notre Dame running back coming to us as a in, the, in some of the mocks. Oh, really? I haven't heard about that. Yeah. Okay. Any. Different, Kevin. 
Is this draft or is this free agent? Is it, this is I, whatever. Who do you, who, who's your pick? Do you keep Eckler? Do you get a free I, agent? Do you... I don't know, dude. I've watched so much. I know he's an older guy, but Derrick Henry, like, yeah, that if he's got anything left in the tank, like a two year deal, he probably is not as expensive as some of the other free agents. If you want to, if you want to rough people up, that's the best. Or if this is going to be a run heavy offense. You get him, and then you draft somebody to draft spell a later him. Later guy, yeah, yeah. That's like a third or fourth round running back. That you spell him with, and then you still have um, Isaiah Spiller. I, I, we still have Spiller, right? That's that's some powerful shit right there. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd be down for that for sure. You, you gotta think that Isaiah is just chomping at the bit. Like, thank God, yeah. new coaching staff, give me a new chance. Like, yeah. start well, he's over. Big, like that's a he's a big boy. He just was like get him downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to be pumped about the opportunity for this coaching change. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what I was going to say. It's like it wouldn't surprise me if I mean, especially after hearing uh, Craig talk about it in the last Craig experience that Isaiah Spiller might be that guy that gets that opportunity now especially because of the lack of cap space that the team has. Like, do I want Derrick Henry? Hell yeah. Can we afford him? I don't know. He's one of the cheaper of the free agents you could get. Running backs are going to be cheaper. Yeah. Out of all the other ones, you could probably, probably get them for eight, eight, seven, eight million a year, two year deal. I mean, it's an expensive running back, but if that's the possibility, then that sounds great. But again, I, I don't, it wouldn't surprise me if Isaiah Spiller ends up being the guy, if they draft, Blake Corum and maybe Blake Corum plays behind Isaiah Spiller. I don't know because, like you said, with this entirely new coaching staff, it's going to be a new set of eyes looking at these guys, looking for different qualities and running different offenses and different schemes. And uh, it could be fun to see this guy who had to ride the bench almost all of last season because they just didn't activate him to finally come out there and show the world what he can do. But I think there's something about like what coach is doing with experience, like bringing in sure. former guys, yeah. like like that. You're at, you're asking for a basically a brand new running back room to do everything. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it makes the most sense that they're going to bring somebody in. Maybe it's a cheaper free agent. Yeah. Um. But I, I mean, think, they've been talking about Saquon and Josh Jacobs as well as being possible guys to come in. So I don't know. Those there's are the lot. two most expensive on the. Those are like the breaking your bank. You have to have a cheap quarterback if you want to bring in those kind of guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We don't have that. That's why I yeah. think Derek Henry would be the great, because he's not going to be as expensive as those guys. He's older. He's 32 or something. Yeah. But he's built different. That is just a different kind of running back. He's still, you know, he's built to last a bit longer. So I think you could still get two really good years out of him. And then you bring up some some studs behind him. They learn from him. Like, you, I think you need to have somebody in that room that has experience. For me. That makes sense. No, that makes total sense. All right. Well, Ben Hackney-Williams and Chance, thank you guys for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Adam Mundwarf, who asked the question. Zach Moss, how y'all feel about that free agency signing if he was like $4 million? Dude tore it up last year, and he'd be reuniting with his running back coach from the college at Utah. Another name that's that's thrown out there. Even cheaper. I think we're going to be in this realm. Like we are going to bring in one of these guys. Like that's a good good option. You know, 4 million. That's not a lot of money. The question is, 
where where do they want to spend it? Because we're t- we're all talking about right now, like how we have no money. They're gonna find a way to give themselves some chance. They're gonna have to spend some money. We're losing a lot of players. You're not just yeah. gonna re- get. You don't have enough draft picks to replenish all the guys we're losing. Right. They're gonna have to get creative and bring some people in. Like Kyle said a lot last episode, you're gonna have to spend money to build this roster. So this could be an option. I don't think it's a bad one. I just don't know what this team's going to be like. Like we are used to seeing like the Darren Sproles, Austin Eckler type slash running back that mm-hmm. can do both. I don't think right. we're going to be looking, targeting that demographic like we have in the past. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't yeah, know enough I, about I Zach like, Moss. I like the, I just like the idea of a, like Kevin said, like having a veteran guy in there that's done it. He's not old by any means. He was drafted in 2020, so he's only a couple years in the league, but he's done it enough to not be shell-shocked by speed and and picking up like, you know, like a new playbook, but I like that idea of like a cheaper option that doesn't break the bank but could blow up with enough touches. Um I think that's going to be the play, is signing a guy like a Zach Moss while drafting one a little bit later in the in the draft that you think could become the guy. Now, you have to have more than two. Like, so Isaiah Spiller is still going to be there, um, and he may blow up, which would be awesome, but you have to fill the room. So I think, I, don't, I, I like that. I like that as an option for sure. All right. There you go. Adam Mundwarf, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daryl21, who asked the question. Hey, guys, as we're gearing up for the combine this week, we're all going to be talking about draft prospects. I wanted to throw a question about the linebacker core. Do you think with Minter on the board, now that K-9 may get another look? Dude is a beast and perhaps never quite caught on with Staley's jacked up scheme. But I'm thinking he may get another shot here and may turn out to be a keeper. Besides which, we're a little thin at the inside linebacker core with Kendricks heading out. What say you guys? FTR, FTB, and big time FTC. Caleb, you bye. Hoo-ha. That was a good one. Hoo-ha. That was a good one. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's a possibility. I mean, we talked about last season that Telesco didn't pick up his fifth-year option, which is usually a sign that, hey, we're not going to hold on to you. But he ain't here no more. So now we got Joe Hortiz and Jim Harbaugh, who might be like, yeah, we want to keep this guy around, and the lack of some of the performance that K-9 had could be that he just didn't click with Staley and the rest of the coaching staff that was here prior. So if they think that he deserves to hang around, why not hang around? Then when he does make plays, it's awesome. Like, I all I can think about now, because I just rewatched the highlights, the uh, Chargers against the Vikings when he came in and did that interception in the end zone to end yeah. the game, it was just like, ah, yes. He's he's a good player for sure. Yeah, I don't. I, it's gonna again. He's he's going into a second contract. It's gonna cost money, right. and I just exactly. don't think that he's he's earned it from what we've seen. Um, and if he's if he's a guy that fits what Jesse Minter is trying to do, then perfect. But I don't. I can't say that that's the truth. And I, I don't right. know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's a world where K9's still here. Why would you? keep a guy around that may be your guy when you could actually go find the guy that you really want for what K- Kenneth Murray as a first round pick is probably going to want to get paid. I, I, just go find the guy that you actually really, really want. Um, don't just, Oh, he's here. So let's just hang on to him. Now, if he's the guy, perfect, but I don't think he's going to be, um, I, I don't, I just don't think he's, I don't think he's an inside linebacker in college. He was an undersized pass rusher. And I just don't think he's picked up the reads and, 
He doesn't mm. diagnose plays fast enough. Um, and Eric Kendricks is not on the way out. He still has another year under, under his contract. Um, so six, unless we he's cut six him, million, he's not crazy expensive. Yeah. Unless we cut him, he's still there. You drafted Dayon early last year. Um, you have Nick Neiman still, so you have a little bit of a core there. You he will probably add. One. You will add one for, to replace K nine. Um, but you got in, if if you drop Eric, then yeah, you're gonna have to bring in some guys. But I don't see there's a world where K nine is still on the Chargers next year. I, I just think he needs a fresh start for him personally and for us. He needs to go somewhere else and just, I don't think he's a bad guy. I, I think he's a good football player, but for whatever reason, it just never clicked. So I are don't you, think he's going to be on charge. Are you worried that all these guys are saying we're not going to bring back are going to go to the Raiders? I know I've said this before, but I'm really worried that a lot of these guys. Are well, if we're not going to bring them back, then we don't think they're good. So, I go I, but I think he's good. I just think he's yeah. too expensive. So yeah, what? Well, that's good. Then he can go there. Super expensive. Pay too much for him. <laughs> fair. Right? Fair, 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 I guess. Fair. Like, that's the way I'm trying to look at it. It's like, if we're not willing to spend money on him and they are, then they're stupid and we're not, you know? <laughs> sure. Well, the one yeah. thing that I know as Charger fans we've hated seeing in the past is seeing a player go off to another team and then do yeah, and amazingly well. Yeah. But that was under, again, a regime that is no longer a part of this. So right. I think having Harbaugh and Hortiz in here they will know if any of these guys have the talent or what it is that they're looking yeah. for in the team that they want to build. So sure. I think we'll definitely see some guys come back or, you know, the guys that are hitting the free agency market, we'll probably see a couple of these guys come back because they're like, yeah, they're what we want. They're, you know, the price we want. Let's make it happen. So Our GM has also talked about a, a, a love and desire to accumulate those compensatory picks. Oh yeah. The only way you can get a group compensatory picks is to let free agents go. Yeah, and I think right. Kenneth Murray might be one of our highest, him and Austin Eckler might be That's the true. highest return that we get for pe letting people walk. Yeah, um, You have to build in the draft if you want compit story picks. That's You've got to let people go and you got to recoup through the draft. So um, I don't think that K-9, Austin Eckler, they're not, I think those are like the, we might get some decent compit story picks for those guys. So let's let them walk. There you go. We'll find out, Daryl21, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Jim Harbaugh's burner account, who asked the question. Hey, what the f*** is up, man? Love the podcast, you guys. My dream is Malik Neighbors, but if we trade back and get the center for Morgan around pick 17 plus a handful of picks, could be even better. Joe Hortiz will crush it, though. Such a huge upgrade from that now Raider lover Tommy T. My question is, where were you guys when you heard the news that Haba is going to officially be our coach? And how high did you jump off the couch? Also, where is a there on that get to know a fan interviews? He should be our number one fan this year. He is the best. Okay, love you guys. And f*** the Raiders and Jerry Tillery. Is Jim Haba's burner account? A Thier Kadir's burner account? <laughs> no, but I think they've... <sighs> They're <Synergy>. in <laughs> But I, if you, you don't know, A Thier was on a fan focus yes. last year. So we're trying to... Uh, we are going to bring him back on for sure, but we're trying to give people that haven't been on yet an opportunity. But if he's a fan favorite, if people are requesting A Thier, we'll get him on. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, it was episode 260 that A Thier was on. So if you really want to get to know a Kadir, freaking awesome, you can go to episode 260 and check out the fan focus. Um, but as far as where we were, I mean, we hopped on to do our instant reaction pretty damn quickly uh, for the Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, we immediately stopped what we were doing and uh, hopped on to talk about Jim Harbaugh. 
Um, I'm trying to remember where the heck I was. I fell on my bed, exhausted from all the swiping, trying to refresh stuff. I finally took a second to lay down. It was kind of like up. a fan focus. I was just like, I just need a minute. I just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like <laughs> dadding, constantly looking at my phone, being a bad dad. It's like a vicious sight, like a snake eating its tail. And finally, I just had, I just powered down. As soon as I powered down, we got the news. So that's what happened for me. Yeah, I don't awesome. think yeah, I, was I was anywhere the, in was, public. Yeah, I was at the gym and I was like, I was like, in between sets, just checking my phone, and I got some updates. And then I, Kevin, I had Kevin text blowing up on me. So then I finished and jumped in the car, and we recorded the instant reaction. Pretty much. So you guys saw us in our response and in our news. instant. Yeah, Kyle was extra yeah. sweaty. He was. Yeah, can confirm. Yeah, it was also. I mean, we we live in such a time now where you've got people <laughs> like Adam Schefter. Kevin's wink. Kevin, wait, do that again. Wink. I, yeah. <laughs> Kind of. When when you've got those beat writers that are constantly saying, hey, rumor has it, Jim Harbaugh is a lock for the Chargers. Done deal. It's happening. You've already kind of like let go of some of that excitement because you're just like, oh, it's it's happening, but they haven't officially said it yet. And so you're just waiting for that official. And it kind of, I don't know, it kind of ruins some of the excitement for me because it's like that first tweet from Adam Schefter saying Jim Harbaugh rumored to go to the Chargers or interviewing with the Chargers. Yeah. That was almost like, that was almost the jump up and hit the roof excitement because you were just like, <gasps> yeah, happening. but it still hadn't happened yet. Like it I know, I know. Official. Yeah. And there was so much talk of Michigan fans saying he's going back to Ann Arbor on a private jet. And right. some were saying he was doing his second interview in Atlanta. And it was like, wait, who knows what? I have no yeah. idea what's going on. Like somebody has to tell me what's actually happening. <laughs> Somebody tell me I'm too sweaty over here. I can't <laughs> yeah. swipe my phone. Too many gains. <laughs> too many gains. I'm trying to work uh, out all my anxiety and stress. <laughs> waiting for Jim Harbaugh to sign. Uh, right. Jim Harbaugh's burner account. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Marco Dalio. Marco. Who asked the question. Whoa, struck a nerve, it seemed, with my last F. Mary kill at the NFL question, guys. It's okay. It's not happening. So here goes another cut trade keep. Quinn Johnston, Darius Davis, and Dicker the Big Dick Kicker. Oh, yeah. And why? For each of you. Hey, no fighting. K, love you. Bye. I got mine. It's easy. This is this one. This one feels easy. We should do it at the same time. Does it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's easy one, for me. Unless you want to do cut, we say cut at the same time. I gotta think about this for a second. This okay. is so okay. easy for so me. So Quentin Johnston, Darius Davis, and Dicker the kicker cuts trade keep. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so we're gonna do cut, cut first. Cut first. Ready? Oh, you ready? God. I don't three. know how this is easier for you guys. This is easy. <laughs> this okay. feels easy. This this feels like there's one guy I'm not willing to get rid of, and there's one guy that has a little bit of trade value. That's exactly okay. What I'm ready? Right. Three. So cut. cut. Okay. Cut. Oh, yeah, ready? One, <laughs> two, three. Darius Johnston. Davis. Johnston. Oh. Wow. Quentin. Okay. Quentin Funny Johnston Darius was Davis. a first round pick. Somebody will be the the ability that he has that he showed that just had a shitty year. You're going to get way more. I thought we were going to be on the same page. Uh, Quinn Johnson's going to have way more value. 
Okay. I don't know. Darius, Darius Davis, Davis is, is I, was a, was I love a borderline him. Pro Bowl returner and played pretty decent at wide receiver when we but had him. What are you going to get for a pro uh, a, a punt kick returner? Darius versus... Davis had more receiving yards than Quentin Johnston did. I know. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear you, Kyle. I hear you. But what I'm saying is the value. We all talk about value. What we saw with our very own eyes, Darius Davis was better than Quentin Johnston. What other teams would be willing to pay for a first round pick as opposed to a fourth round pick? Just think about it. I did. He was up there. Second team all pro. He was up there. He was a first round pick for. He was uh, was a first round pick for a reason. (laughs) So was Ryan Leaf. (laughs) That's not true. That's impossible. That is. (laughs) So was Jerry Tillery, for goodness sake. That's not true either. It is. All right. I thought we were on the same page. That's wild. Okay. All right. So tell us in the comments who's wrong, who's right. So that was the cut. Yeah. So we're all going to have different answers now. Who did you say, Adam? You got Barry. I said Quentin Johnston for cutting. Well, no. Oh, you guys are on the same page. We're going to have the same. Yeah. 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 So trade is on one, two, three, Darius Darius Davis. Davis. Yeah. Quentin Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. And then we all keep Big Dicker. Yeah, big dicker stand with me, baby. <laughs> Kevin's dick perfect. His dick perfect. <laughs> Not going nowhere. Nope. All right. Too many Bunker sleepless down. nights from kickers missing shit to throw that away. There's no chance. Mm-hmm. All right. Marco Dalio. There you go. Wow. And again, we can't ha- stress. We want to keep all of these guys. Oh, we are. Yeah, this, this is yeah. a stupid this, question. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, this a is good a very question. uncomfortable question. Basically, I didn't mean stupid. No, that whole question is us deciding who has the most trade value. That's all it yeah. is. And, and if you agree with me, go ahead and put disagree. it in the comments. If you disagree, uh, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> if you disagree, don't say anything. Don't worry. Yeah. About if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> Marco, treat others the way that you want to be treated. <laughs> exactly. Let's just keep keep the little cliches going. Sticks and stones might break my bones, but. <laughs> Comments will always hurt me. Um, <laughs> always. Marco Dalio, thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Mark Bisnelli Jr., who asked the question. Ooshy, ooshy, ooshy. I cannot think of anything hilarious, captivating, or dare I say, stimulating. But I did want you lovely lads to know that the time, effort, maybe except for Kyle, since he doesn't do shit emoji, crying, laughing emoji, and your uncanny and hilarious banter really puts me in a mood to both TF up. Not only do we have a legendary coach that I would run through a wall dick first for, but I really feel that we should unlock God mode into our squad. We're actually gaining some momentum from top to bottom along with some clutch coach signings. Ooh, she, yeah. Uh, those thoughts not enticing, uh, inciting a flame from deep inside your loins? I know I'm feeling that way. <laughs> yeah, I know that you are. No need to lie to me, baby. What I'd like to know is what your gut instincts are telling you about what we do in the draft in terms of A, what's the over-under on the number of Michigan players we get, and B, Give me your bold predictions for this season's rushing attack numbers for Herbert. Thank you for all that you do. Yes, even you, Kyle. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> you kind of spilled the beans the other episode. and <laughs> I deserve, I, I'm glad people know. <laughs> I don't want to lie to you guys. I show up. You're, for, you're here to make us better. 
<laughs> I remember what time we record on Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the <laughs> the over under on the number of Michigan players that we get. I'm gonna put the over under at two. Yeah, I'll go under. You would go under. So you think only one? Yeah, I think we only get one. So Michigan. would you put the over under at one and be confident that you should it be two or one point five? One point five. <laughs> so we're gonna draft half a player. That's a good call. I'm just yeah. saying. So it's either one, you, if you hit one, you win. If you hit two, you lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One, I think the one yeah. and a half. One and a half. I'll take the under. I think we'll get one I Michigan player. I think it's gonna be. Is it Colson, linebacker, middle linebacker? Hmm. Yeah, that's what a lot of people. Are. That's what I'm, I was listening to Matt Money and Chris Harry talking about it, and that's the guy that kept kind of kept popping up as an option. Hmm. Hmm. I like to say Corum, but I don't know what they're gonna do at running back. Yeah, and he's going to be in. Okay, so go okay, well, let me ask this: uh, what, Does that include undrafted free agents? They're not drafted, though. Yeah, they're undrafted. Well, it just says, uh, "What's the over under on Michigan players that we get? Mm. Not that we draft." Oh, I thought it was drafted. I bet oh, that's get a, a different. More than undrafted. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, we're not Vegas, but that's a higher. We got to go higher than that. I go over under. Uh, I go. I'd go over under three and a half. Because I think we'll bring in four guys, at least. And you'll take the over. I'll take the over. Money? Interesting. Right there. Let's put 10 bucks on it. Over under three sure. and a half. I'll take the over. Always. Deal. Right. Deal. Deal. I'm putting it in our, putting it in our notes. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. These gambling brothers can't stop. <laughs> it's too fun. Um, such, such little money that it's just kind of yeah, like, ah, I won. 10 bucks. good. Ha ha. Yeah. And then the bold predictions for the season's rushing attack numbers for Herbert. Good question. Herbert. I don't, I'm curious how they're going to utilize him. <clears throat> I feel like they like gun shite him a little bit in the last couple of seasons. Like, don't run, just stay there. Just, just don't fucking move. Just stand right there. But and when the he ball. does run, he knows how to run. And oh, he yeah. Slides. Like, he's not. That's what I mean. He's I don't not know. these quarterbacks that stay upright because they've got something to prove or something and they get hit. Well, this is why like Lamar Jackson and those guys are so successful is because they have a team that runs the ball, so they have to play the run. Right. And then if they do that, they're going to burn them on the pass. And right. then if they try and cover both, there's going to be tons of open room for him to run. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do. As long as they're safe, easy runs and they're not, you know, he's not diving to the end zone and doing all that crazy shit. Like, I, you know, I think, what do you think? Yards wise, Kyle. I'm looking at like previous years. It looks like his high was his second year in the league, just over 300 yards. So I think it's, I think that's, that would be good if he could get to that 300 yard threshold again. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think they're going to have designed runs. I, I, I don't, I don't really don't think that you're still going to be handing the ball off, maybe under center even more now and with the personnel that you have. Um, you see those quarterback runs when you kind of spread things out and let guys get downfield and stuff starts to open up underneath so they can just take off. Um, but I don't know. I just don't, I don't see that. I don't want them to get hurt at all no, costs. Just yeah. don't get hurt. So I think, yeah, the 300 yard mark would be cool. If you could hit that, be great. I'll take the over. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to think over too. I'd like that's to a think big that. generic over. Yeah. You want to, <laughs> you, you want to set the line a little better? Yeah, <laughs> three fifty. All right, I'll take the over. I got to keep track. We're gonna be betting all night. I'm gonna have Wait, like twelve. I want to see where your over stops. Four hundred. Right it there. Stops. 
That's where. Okay. Three three ninety five. Three ninety five. And you'll take the over. Over. That's where you're at. Right at three ninety five. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, I'll give you the over on three fifty. That's fine. Okay. Ooh, did you a favor? <laughs> Another bet in the books. <laughs> we'll catch you guys night. at the end of the season. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. Um, all right. Well, Mark Bisnelli Jr., thank you for asking the Thanks, question. Brother. Let's move it on now to Friar Bolt, who asked the question. Everyone is saying it doesn't make financial sense to draft a tight end at number five pick. So at what spot in the draft does it make sense to draft a tight end where they wouldn't be one of the top five players paid their position? I, I'm okay with taking a tight end. Well, the, five. the thing is, like, you have people will make a direct correlation to Kyle Pitts. He was like the highest drafted tight end. I don't remember where he was drafted. Was it like it's in this range? Yeah. Um, where if you want to do a little research, I feel like it was I, a seven. Look. I'm looking why you talk. Like Keep going. But yeah, I think people like immediately. It makes sense because they're you're going to have one of the highest paid. You know, with how the scale works, as, right off the bat, you have one of the highest paid tight ends in the league. Like you're mm-hmm. paying them with guys that have already Pitts proven. Was, Pitts was fourth overall. Wow. So there's there's precedent for it. Are you is is Pitts a top three tight end in the no. NFL? Because that's what that's that's the crazy part is how much these guys get paid as as like into their in their rookie contract when they're that high in the draft and it's set like you don't get a choice. There's no negotiating. That's what these guys are going to get paid. And so when you take a a position that like that'd be taking like a running back top five. No, you're not going to do that. And they're like one of the highest paid running backs in the league. If you take them, they would be exactly. So that's where it gets difficult. If you have the utmost confidence that he's going to be a top five tight end by the, towards the end of his rookie contract, then sure. Then it makes sense. But it's hard to say he's going to be top five. That's like George Kittle area tight end that you're drafting. And it's crazy because even Kelsey's not making that much money, dude. He makes like $11 million a year. It's not very much. Hmm. So that that's the argument is like the money yeah. money value there. I think if we traded back, if you got into that 11 to 18 range, that makes it a little easier. Still a high, you know, you're paying money for him. But I think that's why everyone talks about wanting a tackle, a cornerback, an edge rusher, like these guys that make the most money, you know, the with how it's all structured, you want to get those guys then so you can lock them in for four years and you don't, you know, they can be a top 10 or 15 at their position and they're making the money that's, that warrants that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Let's, let me see. I just, first rounders are projected to sign deals ranging from as high as 41 million to as low as 12 million this year. So like the number one pick projected is $41 million with $27 million signing bonus. Number 16 drops all the way down to $16 million, $16 million contract with $8.9 million signing bonus. And the number 31 pick drops down to $12 million with the $6.2 million signing bonus. So it's not based on the first tight end drafted. It's it's where wherever you're picked, that's just what whoever you're paid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So taking a tight end at five versus taking a tight end at 15, that's a giant swing in, in sure. amount you're going right. to get paid. I just looked it up. NFL's highest paid tight ends in 2023. Giants tight end Darren Waller makes 17 million. Kittle makes 15 and Kelsey makes 14. So if you're, so where is that on that scale? Where, what number are you drafting to get into the less than that, less than 14 million? Let me I think look. It was 16. Let me get, 
Let me Unless you think he's a top three I'll right off the bus. Up here. So <clears throat> four years, over four years, that's what their rookie contract is. Mm-hmm. So the number one pick is 41 million. So that's 13 million a year. Um, the number 16 pick would be you're, you're getting four to 5 million a year. So that, I mean, that's where it seems like you would go with tight end and be pretty comfortable and confident that you're getting a rookie, you know, like you're expected yeah. rookies to need some time. It's what we saw with what's his face out of Utah that went to the, to the bills. Everyone's like, this guy's going to be incredible. He's all world. It didn't do a whole lot all season because he's just a rookie and you, you know, you paid that guy five, six million dollars to not really do much. Exactly. It's it's a riskier pick, but if you think he's the guy and you think he's yeah. going to be a top three tight end next year, then sure. do it. But you're you're setting yourself up to it's kind of like what we're doing with Kenneth Murray right now. You're setting himself up for a second contract's gonna be even, you know, it's gonna be right, right around the same place. Whereas a, a pass rusher or a tackle, those guys are gonna get that's 20 value. To 30 million a year. Yeah, that's you know, value. Like their second contract's gonna be twenty to thirty million a year. So you're getting value even if you drop them, draft them top five. Exactly. All right. There you go. Friday. We just Bulk. talk ourselves out of Bowers. At you five. really did. Because <laughs> it doesn't Kinda. sound like you want well, him to be. It depends. It's a, you know, it depends on if you think that he is going to be like you're extremely confident he's a top five tight end right now. You're drafting he, him as a wide receiver. You're not drafting him as a tight end there. You know what I mean? Just in the right, money kinda, range. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, paying for a, a high quality wide receiver, yeah. not a tight end. We'll see where he goes. But Friar Bolt, thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to let's move on now to Ivan. Slowly. Who asked the question? Let's get your guys' draft profiles for yourselves. Height weight 40 times out of Oh God. Do we want this? Let's do it. We should do it. Maybe for Patreon. You guys want to get spandex like you want to get like wrestling singlets and run around? Yep. No. Let's go. (laughs) Wow. We would all get hurt. If we we did the whole full combine, the the three cone drill, the 40, the broad jump, bench press. I say we do it. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, because you're 10 years younger than us, Kyle. Six. Close enough. Price is right rules. We got to get a handicap on this. We got to get extra time. <laughs> um, all right. But right now, if you had to guess what you would run a 40 in, how many seconds? Five and high fives. High fives. Yeah. 10 minimum. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a tenner. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Double digits. That's you do have months. Like I, I was like, I was asking him one day, I was like, dude, what, what size shoe do you wear? I was like, we we're like looking to get him some shoes or something. It's like a gift. He's like yeah. 13 and a half. Dude, <laughs> don't run fast with 13 and a half size. Yeah, feet. no, not with oh, these pontoons on the end of my legs. So <laughs> yeah. uh, he floats well. But. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great on a fishing trip, but yeah. Running on a 40, not so much. Uh, you got like NBA level shoe size. <laughs> so we'll we'll see if we can uh, make that happen there, Ivan. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Gang member who asked the question. What players do you think will struggle with the new coaching staff? The Chargers are known to be soft. Well, high character guys, to put it nicely. Uh, are there any players that might crumble under Ben Herbert's style of training? If that happened, would they be replaced? Dude, so I've kind of been thinking about this a lot. We always draft the high character guy, but 
are they soft? Do you think our team is soft? Like the Zion Johnsons and... He's going home coding as opposed to like, you know, fighting, you know, <laughs> as opposed to fighting you know, getting a DUI and hurting his girlfriend. It. Yeah, eating Alpo <laughs> and yelling at people on the street. Like, I don't know. Yeah, are are they soft? I don't. Think I w- so. I wouldn't say that. I, I think you guys don't sound that confident. No, I just I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. So I wouldn't like immediately. I wouldn't associate. say it to their faces. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say it, period. I, I think that's an unfair judgment. Uh yeah. to I mean, we don't want we don't see these guys 24-7. These guys might be the craziest assholes that you ever met. And you yeah. just you haven't really had a chance to see that. So who knows? Maybe I think might, these guys play yeah. tough on the field. I, you know what? Come game day. I'm not there's nobody that I'm ever looking at going like, oh, they're giving up or oh, they're they're Kevin, they're do you out. have one they're player that out. you'd like to call soft? Jesus. <laughs> Giddy little tissues, giddy little tissues. Um, no, nope. yeah, I got one. Yeah, like you'll, you can, you guys can. Okay, guess if he I was mean. listening to this, would you still say it? No. Okay, you better not then. Then don't. Cliffhanger. Leave <laughs> you guys guessing. Yeah. Tune into Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go do it behind the paywall. And no one can come after me. Um, but I mean, Tip if there. <laughs> if there were any players uh, that might crumble under Ben Herbert's style of training, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't, they're all they're all prime athletes. I don't yeah, know what his training is going to be. Maybe it'll be more fun. Maybe they'll have more fun with it and it'll get more yeah. competitive. It's. I don't think he's going to push their bodies past this new breaking point of exercise. I think it's just like no. getting the excitement, the competition going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't. Dude, they're all professional athletes. This is what they have to do. If they can't handle it, then yeah, cut them. If they can't handle some workouts, like that's that's their job. So, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's just all of them are going to get better. Yeah, if they can't handle it, your second part of the question, yeah, for sure. Then get rid of them. I think it's a cool like we trust this guy Ben Herbert. If you can't hang with this, then you're not you're not you don't cut out you're not cut out for our team. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone's going to have an issue. I don't they might either. struggle through it. It's going to be a big change. Yeah. It feels like, from what I've heard people talk about him, it feels like it's going to be a big adjustment. But growing pants, baby. I think I think it's just going to make everyone better. There you go, Bolt Gang member. Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Anthony Tony Francis, Tony, who asked the question. Coach Kyle, I appreciate you admitting <laughs> last week to my question that you are indeed not the wizard behind the podcast. In fact, you do the bare minimum. How do you think Jim Harbaugh would feel about your effort on the podcast? What can you do more for your podcast? Come on, coach. It's not what your podcast can do for you. It's what you You can can do for your your podcast. podcast. All right. So how would Jim Harbaugh feel? I think, you know, honestly, I think he'd be proud of me. I'm not, I'm staying in my lane. I'm not getting out of my lane. I'm not trying to do something I can't do. You guys are great at what you do. I would love to do one episode of like just the graphics on the show you make. I, there would be no graphics. No, you you, you have to generate something like you you scribble it on a paper, take a picture and that's the graphics (laughs) for the episode. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. You outsource the graphics. What are you talking about? You didn't I, do the graphics. I could outsource. Not this one, but I built all of our graphics up till this one. That's why this one looks really good. Our last ones look like we were okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> then I'll outsource the graphics. No. I know what I do. 
I don't do this. I'm stuff proposing well. a really fun idea. Money problems. You take care <laughs> yeah. of it. You yeah. take care of it. I hire the right people. I'm a head coach here. I'm hiring the right people. To, when I came up with the idea. I don't work podcast, for you. When I came up with the idea of this podcast, I thought Adam would be great because he's going to contribute so much to the voice and the, the tech and the audio, and he's going to make it sound good. And my big brother is a professional cinematographer. He's going to make us look good. And he's super type A, and he's going to come up with an outline. This is These are my coordinators, and I I'm love the head this. coach. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a Brandon Staley where I do everything. That's that's not successful. <laughs> I do my thing. My coordinators do their been, thing. You, so you tricked successful. us into doing what we're good at. Yeah. Not realizing that we're you. doing it for you. <laughs> no, I hired you knowing that you're good at it. <laughs> I even hosted the first episode yeah. like, oh yeah, look at me. I'm the host. But I knew that Adam You're like, I can't call good. plays anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. First game in, he pulled himself. Coordinators, I gotta I gotta get my coordinators doing their thing. So. You're giving up a real Fortune 500 podcaster right now. You're really I'm leading the coach. charge. I'm the head coach. You're my coordinators. You guys do your thing. I hired you to do. That was a bait well, you, switch. You flipped the shit uh, out of that. Yeah. I think I got nothing to say. That didn't so turn good. out the way you thought it would. Huh? <laughs> Not how I saw that going whatsoever. <laughs> oh, that was my impressive. stomach hurts from laughing so much. That was good. That was impressive. All right. Well, there you go. I'm Anthony, Tony, Tony Francis. I'm shocked. I'm befuddled. I don't I know what to that. say. I'm I'm yeah. not mad. I'm impressed. Stay <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mr. Anthony, Tony Francis, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions in this Ask Volt fam. Uh, you guys make the show what it is, and we greatly appreciate it. But I think that's going to do it for Yeah, you guys work for Kyle. I hope you know that. <laughs> All of you yeah, work for Kyle. asking questions work for <laughs> Kyle. Okay. You don't have to know it. But you We've do. got defensive analysts and player personnels <laughs> and... Tony's my Ben Herb. Tony's my Ben Herbert. <laughs> Wouldn't work without oh him. He's behind God. the scenes guy. God. All right. Oh. That's gonna do it for us here at Ask Gold Fan or at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? I didn't realize. Uh, do I have to? <laughs> so I've been filing this on my tax returns this whole time. I didn't know I had a job. No, don't change any of the paperwork. You're good. Okay. <laughs> Keep it like it is. Good. Just go file those taxes. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's gonna do it for us here at charger chat folks don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad any place okay love you bye okay love you bye okay love you bye and now a word from our sponsors as a coach there's moments in your coaching career where you have to learn to hand off the play calling at kyle duggan's stay in your lane coaching school we make it easy for you to learn who to hire for your coaching staff with classes every Tuesday, we make the coaching lessons simple. With classes focused on when to check your ego and when to lean on your staff, you'll be a head coaching guru in no time. Kyle Duggan's Stay in Your Lane Coaching School. Mind trick your staff into working for you today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.